Yo, yo, welcome to my podcast, My Two Cents on Life. I'm your host, Coach James. Through my podcast, I will preach and teach you how to live a happy and healthy, authentic lifestyle through various topics combined with my own life experiences. Yo, y'all, thank y'all for listening to my podcast. Let's get started. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to my podcast, My Two Cents on Life. Just want to give a quick shout out to my listeners and want to welcome the new listeners. Without any of you, My Two Cents on Life would not be even possible. So again, thank you for listening. Are you in a bad relationship? Is your relationship barely hanging on by a thin string? I got four things that researchers say that will definitely ruin a relationship or make it bad. And so you definitely going to want to hear this. So I feel like that in a relationship, when you get with someone, none of us intentionally goes into a relationship wanting to make it bad or thinking, oh, it's not going to work. And some of our minds may tell us that. But in my opinion, if you get with someone, you kind of want to make it work. And so I would never think someone would intentionally get in a relationship not wanting it to work. So the four things I want to talk about today is again how do you ruin a relationship and i think a lot of this is where we go wrong because a lot of us have no idea that we're ruining a relationship but we think that everything is still kosher so in these four things we're going to talk about we're going to hit on some hot topics today and then at the end of those i'm going to give you all some feedback on what you can do to make your relationship better all right so number one is contempt contempt basically means a lack of respect for someone that you with when you're with someone, you want to respect your partner and you want them to know that you respect them. If there's no relation, no respect in a relationship, then why are you together, right? And so you want to gain that, that respect for each other, a mutual respect. So if you're not respecting each other, you have to ask yourself a question. Why are you with that person? What did that person do so bad to make you not respect them, right? And once you answer that question, you'll know what you should do. Name calling is not a good thing to do. I was in past relationships before where I would get so mad, I would get upset, and I would just badger my partner by calling them out of their name, calling them the calling them the B word, calling them every word I could think of to try to attack their character, to make them feel horrible, right? But let's think about name calling. Words will bring you up, words will bring you down, they'll start a fire in your heart. And that's 100% true. One thing I say about name calling is that you can call somebody a name today. In the next few days, y'all are back cool again. Y'all back talking. Y'all having a good old time. But remember, that name you call that person, it may still be in the back of their mind. They may still really think that you really feel that way. Even if you don't, you said it. So refrain from the name calling. It just makes things worse, right? And then the eye rolling. That is just so horrible to do. Again, I feel like if someone is rolling their eyes at me while I'm talking to them, Basically, you're telling me to get out of your face. You don't want to hear nothing I got to say. Nothing I say is being respected. So just move on. So definitely don't roll your eyes, okay? Number two is criticism. Criticism is attacking someone's character, right? When you criticize someone, picture this. When someone criticizes me, I put myself back at being a nine-year-old child. It's like when you make a mistake with something, your parents are down yelling at you telling you what you did wrong, 
telling you what you didn't do right. And so criticism takes me back to being nine years old. And so if you take me back to being nine years old, what does a nine-year-old do when they're being criticized? Start crying, start kicking, start screaming. And so that's why you want to refrain from criticizing someone because you can make them feel less than a person. You can make them feel invaluable in a relationship. I know one thing that I always hear that just makes my, makes my skin cringe when I hear it is when I hear someone say that person is a good provider. To me, that's criticism. You're saying that all that person know how to do and is good at is paying the bills, bringing home the bacon. And so definitely, if you say that about someone and you genuinely mean that, then that's a different story. But if you're just standing together on someone's skin, definitely refrain from saying that because, again, that just makes my skin cringe when I hear that, right? You definitely want to refrain from attacking someone's character because, again, characters come along with morals. These are things of how you were raised. So if you attack someone's character, you attack their morals, you may make them feel like that their upbringing was horrible. And this person could have, in fact, had great parents. But you don't want to do that because you don't want to make that person feel like you're attacking them, let alone attacking their family morals, right? So stay away from the criticism. Defensiveness. This was a big one for me. When you get defensive, you start making excuses, right? I struggle with this because when I was in my past relationships and someone started telling me things about me, it made me get really defensive. And when I got defensive, I got pissed off. And when I got pissed off, I wanted to say mean things back to make them feel like that it's their fault. And I would even antagonize the scenario and say, the reason why I do this is because you do this. You do that. When you get defensive, you can't hear nothing someone is telling you. You basically cut your brain off. You cut your ears off. You're done, with, you're done listening. And so make sure you're not getting defensive. Try to overhear someone and understand what they're telling you. Because in a lot of cases, what somebody is telling you and what they're saying is probably true. And so you have to take a step back and put yourself in that person's shoes for a little bit and see if you can understand where they're coming from, from a mutual ground, right? And I think this is where a lot of us go wrong because when someone is telling us things about ourselves, we're just so quick to dismiss it. and We don't want to hear it. And when you act that way, you don't hear nothing that's being said about you. And so if you want to make an improvement with yourself in a relationship, definitely don't become defensive. Okay. Another big, another big one with defensiveness is shifting the blame, trying to put the blame on someone else when you know you're wrong. To me, that is just the worst thing you could do in a relationship because you're making a good person that's coming to you genuinely and making them feel like that they're a piece of crap, right? Don't come to me with that because that's not true. And so you definitely don't want to do that because, like I said earlier, you could be wrong and you making that person feel like they're wrong for coming to you. And that's a quick way to make someone stonewall you. Because once you shift the blame to them, they're going to cut off communication with you and they're going to start withdrawing. They're going to start ignoring you. And that was actually number four. That's a good segue. Number four is stonewalling. If you're in a relationship and you withdraw from communication, that relationship is not going to make it. I can guarantee you that. The key to any relationship is communication. 
And so if you're at a point to where you're stonewalling someone, you're ignoring them when they're talking to you. A big one to me that really bothers me is that when someone's talking and you're having a disagreement, the other person's on their phone just scrolling. That's stonewalling. Whether you realize it or not, you've withdrawn yourself from the conversation. Or when a person is talking to you, you're looking in your own little world. You're not making eye contact. No, I'm not saying you have to make eye contact, right? But I'm saying at least let that person know you're somewhat attentive. Because again, if you're not attentive, you're just withdrawing from communication. You're stonewalling that person. And that can make that person feel some type of way. And so you definitely don't want to stonewall someone. I really believe in my mind that a lot of us get in relationships for them to be successful, not for them not to be successful. Somewhere down the line, the communication gets mixed up, there's mixed signals, or what have you. And when that happens, all four of those things that would destroy relationships start to happen. The contempt, the criticism, the defensiveness, the stonewalling. And so if you want any relationship to work, you got to refrain from those four things. And that's probably more things that, that others of you do out there that I have no clue what they what those are. But these are what, what researchers have predicted that will ruin a relationship. These are the top four, right? And what you could be doing is not even in one of these top four that can be worse than this. But I'm just going off the top four per the researchers, okay? But number one, contempt is the, is the biggest predictor of a ruined relationship. That's the lack of disrespect. That's the lack of respect. That's the name calling. That's the eye rolling. That's making the person feel like you're smarter than they are. Like they're dumb. Like their two cents doesn't matter. Okay. And so number one is definitely one thing you want to avoid doing in a relationship. I mean, you want to avoid the other ones as well. But number one, contempt is just so bad because I feel like in a relationship there has to be some mutual ground of respect and if you don't have a respect for your significant other for your husband for your wife then why are you in a relationship you gotta ask yourself that question did that person hurt you so bad to where you have a lack of respect for that person and sometimes that does happen when you get cheated on it doesn't feel good and so you could lose respect for someone but you're just standing around and you're hanging around in there because you have nothing else better to do. You don't want to leave the person, but you want to stay. But you've lost all respect for that person. And so if you want to make a relationship worse, continue to disrespect someone. Continue to roll your eyes. Continue to throw darts, call names. Okay? And so... Let's talk about what you can do to make a relationship better. Communication is the key. You got to talk. I'll give you an example. The other night, me and my wife was having a conversation. And in mid-sentence, while she's talking, I'm like, hey, that's a great idea for a podcast. Hold on, please. Let me write that down. And she looks at me and go, hold on, wait a minute. I'm talking to you. Are you listening to me? And so I made her feel like what she was telling me was invaluable. Because in mid-sentence, I'm like, hey, let me write that down. That's a great podcast idea. In her mind, she's probably like, I'm talking to you. Why are you thinking about a podcast? 
Are you listening to me? And I was guilty. I was listening, but I wasn't listening. I was listening for my own benefit. What am I going to get out of this conversation? Right. And so when she broke it down to me, she broke it down with the emotion behind it. When you did that, you made me feel this way. So when I say that communication is important in a relationship, you want to respond back with the emotion that's involved. How does it make you feel? What how does it affect you when that person does that? Right. And like I said earlier, when you explain when you express the emotion behind it. You want to explain how it made you feel. Yes, last night when we had company over, we we're having a good time. And you said this and that made me feel less than a man. That made me feel like that you don't value my opinion. See, now you're expressing the emotion behind it. How did it make you feel? Right. You can say all day long someone made you mad. They made you upset. But if you're not expressing the emotion that you felt behind it, they're never going to know. So if you feel like you're being attacked, make sure when you express that, that you express the emotion behind it of how it made you feel. OK, so communication is the key that'll make your relationship better and that'll make it work. Hopefully. OK, listen genuinely. You know, I think a lot of us don't really listen genuinely when someone's talking to us. I was really, really bad at this. When someone said they wanted to talk to me and they wanted my feedback, and they let me not say that, because they didn't even ask my feedback. I would just give them my feedback. I would I would diagnose them and I would give them my own in-house remedy of what they need to do to fix themselves. But the thing was, the thing about it was is they weren't coming to me to fix them. They weren't coming for me to diagnose them. They were just coming to me to be a genuine listener and to just hear them out. And that's where I think a lot of us go wrong, especially us as guys. We try to be fixers. We try to fix our wife. We try to fix our girlfriend. We try to make them feel better by diagnosing them and then giving them our own in-house remedy. And so the next time someone comes to you, listen genuinely. Put your cell phone down. Make eye contact. A couple of yes. Uh-huh. Let them know that you're listening. Right? Because if someone is talking to you and you just have a stone face, they don't think you're paying attention. So next time, they're not going to come talk to you. Okay? And when someone is speaking, don't cut them off. Let them finish. Again, when we listen, we need to be genuine about it. And it's okay to ask at the end when they're done talking, do you want me to give you my feedback? Do you want to give you my opinion? Or were you just coming to me to be a listener? Then you will know right then and there what was the basis of them coming to you. Was it just to listen? Was it for your feedback? Or was it for you just to be a great ear? Okay. Another thing in a relationship, be understanding. Like I said earlier, try to put yourself in that person's position. Try to understand how they could feel. And I know for some of us, this is hard because some of us are emotionally cut off. You can't even feel your own emotions, let alone feel someone else's emotions. Right. But you've got to get better at trying to understand someone's emotions. Because if you don't get better at that. I guarantee you, you're going to ruin your relationship because you got to know how that person is feeling. You got to try to comprehend it. 
And even if you can't feel it, try to interpret and articulate what they're trying to tell you. We're all adults. I don't think it's that hard for you to try to understand where someone's coming from. Now, can you feel that same emotion? Maybe not. But I think you can be understanding to the point to understand what they're trying to tell you. So be understanding. Okay? Last but not least, self-improvement. This is where I think relationships get better and better and better. Because you both have great character and you both want to become a better person to make the relationship better. And not just relationship better, make yourself better. When you focus on yourself for self-improvement, things around you just seem to get better. Your life gets better. Your vision gets better. Your relationships get better. So never take yourself out of the equation and feel like you don't need any self-improvement. Everyone can use self-improvement. And so there's things you can do to improve yourself. Listen to positive motivation in the morning. Read books. I know I'm reading this book right now that's really, really interesting. And my wife actually turned me on to it. And it's called Growing Yourself Back Up. And it talks about how growing up as a kid, we dealt with these childhood traumas. Right? And you take those traumas and you take them into your adult years. And what happened is when these traumas come back like a wave, you go back to being 10 years old again when that trauma took place. You go back to being seven when your parents used to yell at you. And when you do that, you totally shut down. And you act like a seven-year-old. You act like a nine-year-old. Some of you start screaming. Some of you start yelling. Some of you start crying. And some of you just simply just stonewall this conversation and you just withdraw from communication. Okay, but it's a good book because, again, it talks about how we go through these, how we struggle with with these childhood traumas and we take them into our adult life. And it tells you how to identify them, how to stop them and how to avoid them from happening. And it even said that you can share the experience with your significant other. Like, for example, this is a good one. One of the ladies in the book said that her husband came up to her one day. And touched her on her leg and said a few words. She got so mad at him. So mad at him. He never understood why. He got so mad he left the house and went and got his own dinner while she was making dinner. He said, you know what? You eat the dinner. I'm going out by myself. And he he slammed the door and he just he did just that. Well, because she never talked to him about one of her childhood traumas, he didn't know. And so when he got back home, she apologized to him. And she simply told him, when I was in my past relationship, my husband used to put his arm on my leg during sex when he would finish early without even taking my feelings into consideration. And ladies, I know that's big for some of y'all when your man don't wait on you to get your turn. <laughs> and so that was a scenario her boyfriend, her husband didn't wait on her. And so he would finish up quick. And when he would get done and get off her, he would hit her on her, tap her on her hip and say, I'll get you next time. And so when her hus her new husband did that, it triggered her and she lost it. And she went back to that trauma and she reacted. Her husband, not knowing that that was a trigger for her, he lost it as well. And he ended up leaving. And so 
That's why this book is very, very important. And if you have not read it, I would encourage you. It's called Growing Yourself Up. That book is very important. It'll help you identify some of your childhood traumas and bring you back to reality and how to identify them and to spot them so that it can help you in your current relationship. And so you don't end up ruining a good thing. Okay. That's why we're talking about this today. And so that you don't ruin the relationship. And some of us right now are in a bad relationship, but it don't mean you can't overcome a bad relationship and make it a better relationship. Sometimes we ought to just wait it out and communicate. Sometimes we ought to just wait it out and listen genuinely. Sometimes we have to wait it out and be understanding. Sometimes we have to work on ourselves in a relationship and make improvements. And that's going to make our relationship better. All right. And so that's all I want to share with y'all. If you want to go follow me on Instagram, my Instagram name is at 40 and fit life coach. Well, that's all I got to say about that. Y'all have a wonderful day. And again, I will be back on real soon. And as I always say, that's my two cents on that, y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Have a wonderful day. God bless. And I love y'all. Peace.